Hey there, everyone. Welcome to Push-Pull Podcast, Stories of Human Migration. I'm David Arnsparger, AP World History teacher at James Clemens High School in Madison, Alabama. And today our guest is my favorite student, Ella Carter. Ella has a wonderful story for us about one of her ancestors who came over to the colonies before we were a country. And, uh, well, I won't tell too much more. I'll let uh, I'll let her tell the story. So anyway, Ella, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Yes. So my grandfather's side for my mom, um, they came over from England prior to the Revolutionary War because they were farmers and lumberjacks who had ran out of um, like things to use for work. Okay. And they and were. What was their family name? Turner. Turner. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they were seeking new opportunities. There weren't really, there weren't many push factors pushing them out of England. Mostly just pull factors bringing them to the new colonies. And they moved from England to Boston, Massachusetts. But they were loyalists to the king. So when the U.S. won the Revolutionary War, their family wanted to stay under the king's rule. So they moved to New Brunswick, Canada. Oh, very interesting story. We haven't heard this. We haven't heard this story yet <laughs> with all of our episodes. Um, so I'm going to back up just a little bit. It, you said this Turner was a lumberjack and a farmer. Mm-hmm. We know from our study of history that there was uh, obviously lots of uh, wood here mm-hmm. uh, in in New England. Yeah, and you know the British Navy needed lots of wood to build their big ships. Um, so um, yeah, I'm sure that was good. And but we haven't really talked about loyalists yet during the American Revolution. So uh, explain a little bit more to everybody what a loyalist was. So loyalists were the colonists who liked the rule of the king, mm-hmm. who wanted to stay under his rule. So after the United States won the Revolutionary War, they all had to leave the U.S. so they could stay in the under the rule of the king. So a lot of them moved in to places in Canada and sure. stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's very interesting. And he went to, to New New Brunswick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and he lived there. And then, so, uh, again, a pretty interesting story of a movement of people um, coming here to the colonies at first, uh, having a job and opportunity and, and as a pretty easy pull. And as you said, leaving England, there wasn't a huge mm-hmm. push. I mean, it's not like something was telling him he had to leave England. Yeah. He just wanted some opportunity. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, due to the war and his his loyalist um, background, uh, he was pretty much pushed out of the brand-new United States. Yeah. We don't hear very much uh, stories like that, so that's a pretty unique story. Mm-hmm. And um, what... Uh, uh, event, well, eventually, some of his uh, descendants, which would still be your ancestors, ended up back in the United States mm-hmm. at some point. When did that ever happen? So my my grandfather, he moved back to the U.S. Well, like when he was around eight or nine. Mm-hmm. He moved into Gorham, Maine, and that's where he met my grandma and had my mom. Okay, so Maine's not too far from Mm-mm. New Brunswick, right? Yeah, it's pretty close. Yeah. He moved um, there for, like, new job opportunities just to build his family and get more money and, like, grow as a person. Yeah, sure. I guess uh, as a lot of people do come into in, in modern times, and I would call that modern times, mm-hmm. your grandfather, come into modern times to, to have opportunity, find new opportunity. Um, 
come to the United States and, and set up and, and grow a family, mm. right? So, yeah, that's a that's a very interesting story. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, um, what else? Is there anything else uh, on on that? Um, on those lines? Not really sure. Okay. There wasn't many push factors driving anybody out of where they were. It's mostly just pull for like new opportunities, mostly for jobs and stuff. Okay. Where did you get your information? Um, I talked to my mom. She's really big into history. So she did like a whole genealogy project. We have a big like family tree she wrote out on paper. Mm -hmm. Some of the lines go all the way back to like 1680 something. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. If you can... Uh, when, from what I've been told, if you can find um, somebody who's um, a, like a minor nobility or something, if they can, if you can get into their family tree, mm-hmm. you can go back uh, pretty far. But I, this sounds like these are um, records that. Uh, where do you, where do you know she's found these? Or I'm not sure. She did like a project. She said she went to the library a lot and yeah. found a lot of books on sure. like her family and stuff. I'm not sure how that worked, but yeah. Yeah. That that's very good. Is this uh, is this an interest of yours now? Is this something that you'll you'll try to continue with? Yeah. yeah. I think one of the good things about doing family history is a lot of times it helps you to understand this study of of history. Mm-hmm. So some of these things will come up. You've already got, uh, you know, next year you'll take U.S. history, which I know you've already had some in younger grades, so you understand, mm-hmm. you know, the revolutionary period. But you'll have a real context. But based on your family history of what was going on in the revolution, why people were moving around, and you'll have a, you'll have something to add when you get to that discussion mm-hmm. in in the Revolutionary War. Yes. Yeah. Very good. All right, Ella. Well, thank you very much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Okay.